Men's men, 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 the men, men. And we're off. It is Tuesday, August 1st, 2023 AD. Happy Men's History Month. 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Going to have a fun Tuesday show. I'm excited about the music we're going to share. Some nice manly music, masculine manly music. Of course, the white history music was cool, too. It was manly. Uh, We'll cover, as I mentioned on the JLP show, John Zerka was interviewed by JLP on The Fallen State. He's a popular internet figure, okay, boomers, and uh, those of us who don't follow that stuff that much. On the Trinity and Jesus John Zerka's been a Christian for a couple months, he said. <laughs> and uh, so, Cozy Clips. Shout out to Cozy.tv. Hake may or may not be streaming on Cozy someday soon. We shall see. When I say soon, it can mean a long time before you, but a thousand years is like a day to God. <laughs> uh, and the sturgeon. It's a sturgeon supermoon tonight. And what is a sturgeon? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I had to look it up. That giant X sign was removed from the Twitter building in SF. But it did. the liberal media did their signal boosting, just like they did for Try That in a Small Town by Jason Aberdeen, Aldine, whatever, I don't know. And uh, they did other things, signal boosting of uh, our greatest president, Trump. They can't help themselves. And they're signal boosting the truth about slavery, that it increased skills and helped... The blacks. And uh, my, you know, some things may have been done that hurt some of them. Uh, Trump versus Biden on money from uh, Russia, Ukraine, and uh, China. There's a little flashback debate clip I'm going to play for you, hopefully. Uh, and I don't understand. It all goes over my head. Or it's stuff that I don't really care about. You know, I, I don't know. Politicians make a bunch of money. Uh, boo-hoo, the slavery libs versus DeSantis's historians in Florida. <laughs> Speaking of that signal boosting. And uh, I have a funny clip about shopping in a demon rat run city. I've complained about this before. How they, uh, these, let me make sure I'm centered. These uh, glass encased shelves. Locked shelves that you can't grab your deodorant handy or your travel size pack, little packet of Q tips. <laughs> They're locked behind a glass case. I don't know if that's a true statement, but that's what this one guy and this, this TikToker in the clip uh, seems to imply. They're locked in the Democrat run cities because the blacks and many others. Not all of the blacks, obviously. When you say the blacks, it doesn't mean all of them. Duh. But anyway, uh, many bla- we've seen many blacks and others shoplifting, meaning stealing, thievery. And so they protect their merchandise by putting it behind glass cases, and you have to ask for help. Who wants to do that? Some of you guys do, but I don't like doing that. It's too much trouble. I guess that these extra restrictions sharpen you. <laughs> anyway, force you to grow out of your... Laziness and triflingness. So all that and your calls, guys. By the way, it's the first of the month. That means the rent's due. 
pay, pay your rent or your mortgage, I guess. You may have 13 days or something, 10 days, whatever. And your calls if you would like to call in. But anyway, everybody, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la, la, la. you guys doing? I am fine. In honor of Men's History Month, I almost wore my uh, Booker T. Washington Men's History Month t-shirt from uh, the Jesse Lee Peterson store, but instead, I couldn't find it that easily, I opted for the uh, more readily available in my room uh, U-R-A Beta Male t-shirt. With JLP pointing at Mark Ridley hyphen Thomas, male feminist, black, man, how embarrassing. And local Los Angeles area politician. And dirtbag. Can I say dirtbag? Don't, don't throw that name around too maliciously and often, kids. And adults. <laughs> uh, but it has a photo edited of JLP. Been pushed back. Hell, hold me back. Hold me back by the uh, the uh, cops or sheriffs, or whatever they are, at this meeting back in 2011 or 2012. It was covered by some local college media or whatever main local media source. Oh, I need to open up my restream chat. Where uh, Mark Ridley Thomas, this black politician. For either city or county of Los Angeles, councilman or board of supervisors or something like that, maybe more than that, he uh, voted to boycott or something like that the state of Arizona over their SB 1070, which was allowing the allowing the police to help deal with the problem, and it was a it is a problem to this day of illegal aliens. And criminals, illegal alien criminals, in their uh, state. It's a big problem down there in Arizona. And in ca- all over the country, honestly. To this date! So uh, he boycotted them because, oh, you're going to be racially profiling Hispanics. Blacks are the ones who are uh, the most vulnerable population, and it's their own fault, you know, because they don't set up their lives well. They don't work work oftentimes and they go on welfare a lot and they rely on social services uh, too much and you know they uh, compete for low level jobs because they don't have as many skills uh, still to this day for the for many in many ways and so the the Hispanics will out compete them for the jobs because they'll work under the table, you know, for cash because they're not, they're not even legal and they will crowd out the, they will crowd out the, uh, what are they, those things called hospitals, emergency rooms, you know, these people just go to emergency room. They don't even use 
they just get free service, basically. <laughs> Terrible, huh? Um, and then also they crowd out the blacks in their schools, in their own communities. And some of the Mexican mafia was even targeting blacks at random. It was even covered by the SPLC, the Southern Poverty So-Called Law Center's dirtbag communist group. They admitted, they themselves even admitted, in mainstream media t- too, that the uh, illegal alien, alien gangs and um, Hispanic gangs were targeting blacks at random. Because blacks and Hispanics often fight. They get along sometimes, some of them, but they also fight. And so, like, innocent blacks are being targeted. In Azusa, it was reported. In uh, Highland Park, I think, they were told to watch their backs. Like the p- police chief told them. So it was a mess. And this, this black Mark Ridley Thomas, supposedly pro-black Democrat, voted to, oh, you're being racist to the Hispanics. Uh, Arizona. What a mess. So that's a long story explaining this, uh, this photograph of JLP confronting Mark Ridley Thomas, who threatened him, by the way, or trying to invite him to fight or something ridiculous like that. Fake, tough people. So, nice. Before I get to this, uh, these stories, let me get to Deontay in Orlando, Florida. Oh, he reminded me of something. <laughs> Deontay in Orlando, how you doing? Hey, hey I'm doing well, uh, Mr. Hague, but I got a question. Okay. You know, you told me, I think, last week that you were going to say the biblical question uh, on Sunday, and I didn't see that. Right, we didn't wondering. cover it. I, although I'm the producer of the church with JLP, I don't direct it at all, and I completely forgot. I could have brought it up had I been thinking about that, but um, Doug didn't bring it up after Joel covered it the prior week, and so I didn't think of it. That's my excuse. It's a, but that's yeah, my explanation of why. So yeah, you're pointing the finger. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, the biblical question of of two what weeks is your ago. Nature? What is your nature? Um, I think there's two legitimate answers to that for me. One is my nature is evil. Just messed up all the time. Like one of you guys read in the Bible that I think Nick, American Anchor Baby on his show, read in the Bible how every inclination and imagination of man's heart was wicked always and evil and selfish and stuff like that, that's what's going on. Like, that's one of the natures in me. That's the nature that's dominated me for the most part. But there's also, like, the, like, godly nature in there somewhere that knows that it's wrong. But there's also the evil nature that jumps out right in with that and says, yeah, it's wrong, and it's like, conflict and condemnation and division within myself. So that's that. So that's, uh, it's tricky to get to that um, godly nature, I think. So you're riding two horses? Yeah, well, trying. (laughs) No man can. No man can serve two masters. Terrible. Right. Um, But I think that the, you know how that's that's the false you? That's why I'm saying that. That's the false you being so evil. That's not the... That's a... a you know, in, in 
Jesus said of some disciple, in him is nothing false. He's a true son of Israel or something like that. In him is nothing false. But there is a lot of falsehood in people in general. What about you? Same. (laughs) What about you? Indeed, same, yes. (laughs) In me. Inside this body, controlling this person. Oh, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you for answering it. Yeah, does, does that does that make sense at all? No. No? <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, that was a nice call. I didn't know that you first called three years ago on the JLP show and that backstory. I mean, I didn't catch it all because I was prepping for my show, but there's a nice yeah. uh, little testimonial there, nice report. Yeah, three years ago, I was a mess. You got some you got some good calls, man. I think that Hassan disagreed with you about the genetics question. Right? Didn't you disagree with him completely yeah. yesterday on the JLP show that we were guest hosting? Well, just yeah, a little bit. Just to say that it, there's no that it has no regard, yeah. Oh, okay. So so it is genetic partly, you think. Well, I mean, yeah, the, How there, people... there are things that are genetic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we all are a soul. Him, you got him laughing at us. <laughs> we all are a soul deeper than that. Right. And the soul, we are all the same in God. But in this practical physical world, there are genetics. I mean, nobody would say. Where's the genetic at? Show me. What? <laughs> Where's Can the you genetic? See the genetic? <laughs> if it, okay, so like show your show your camera so that you can point. Oh, okay. Hello, man. <laughs> Please, okay. thanks, man. Like nobody would um, nobody would like argue if, let's say, someone black said, um, "Oh yeah, well blacks are uh, better at um, music and creative dancing and sports." And make fun of whites for being awkward in dancing and sports and stuff like that. Nobody would disagree with that. Everybody would have like a overall. We dance different. Whites dance differently because whites have waltzes and things. And yeah, I'm pretty good say, at those, right? You, I think that's a wild statement to say. What, what like, I just you're, said? You, you're missing out on like Beethoven, all the greatest composers of all time. Wait, what I just said? Yeah, you ever heard of like Mozart, Chopin, all these like great classical artists? So it'd be bizarre to say. So you would disagree with me if I said that the NBA is predominantly black and has nothing to do with genetics. That's a bizarre statement. With all the coaches? No, no, no. I'm talking about you know what does the coaches have anything to do with it? I'm just saying. The coaches oh, has man. a lot to do with if I were to say that white people tend to have uh, high literature, um, pattern recognition, architecture. See, but if you say that, that would be deemed as like, not to you, but I'm just saying to people, oh, you're being racist, that white people are better in these things. But there are just but genetic are proofs. But how do you know it's genetic? What else is it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's there's but, a re- there's a reason stereotypes exist. There's a reason why there's an overall average, not all, but there's an average what's, of what's the root of genetics though? Because genetics can change, right? Do you uh, believe in evolution? Just out of curiosity, 
I mean, not no, but there, but there is like an element probably of cultural, you know, evolution of like where, yeah, probably a little element of it. The genetics people say that culture comes from genetics, but I think it also has to do with the place where you grew up, like uh, the whites. Many of the whites were in um, colder climate where they had to prepare and stuff like that. And so they were, they're better at preparing. <laughs> yeah. And that's the conversation of like nature versus Maybe. nurture. Allegedly. But there is just still a nature that doesn't have to do with nurture. Because like, think about two kids that are from the same mother and same father. Yeah. One kid might just innately be more whatever, uh, you know, a, a certain nature. Right. They so can come they out could, wildly different. Yeah. And they could be nurtured the same way in the same whatever, but there's just differences sometimes. So what? there is a genetic predisposition of genetics in people. You're calling it genetics just because you heard that genetics are like the root, the nature root of people, irregardless, which is not a word, of, uh, of nurture, right, of the uh, environment. Right. But you're just using that as a catch-all for... How people come out of the and, womb, and to and acknowledge develop. that there how they're is, set to develop, yeah, and to acknowledge that there are differences amongst the races, right? Mm-hmm. There are differences for sure, but I don't know. It does seem like the blacks are very angry, though. So yeah, that may have something to do with it, but I don't know. And then you got some. Uh, I mean, blacks are definitely leading the way in the anger, but it's encouraged. I don't know. It, the anger is encouraged. I don't think that that's a, they're genetically angry. Oh, well, anger. Yeah, for sure they're encouraged. I mean, you just heard that guy just up there screaming, "Kill white something, white something." Oh, was that played on the JLP show today? Yeah. That's oh, that's evil. funny. I saw that on on Twitter. I, I I'm remiss in not sending it to Sean, but apparently he saw it. Nice. Yeah, that's that's evil. So I mean, sure. of course it's encouraged. I mean, it's yeah. really it's encouraged, but it starts in the home, like he says. So I don't know. I don't know that the home life for black normal black like not normal as in normal normal, but like Typical. the average. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. My my brothers they hate their fathers. Like my sisters hate their fathers. Yeah, like, we all have like deep seated issues. You know, I come from one of those like my mom is like has a bunch of baby daddies and all that type of situation, right. and I see the anger. And it's, it's, it's crazy. And my mom, she, I had to tell her the other day, I'd tell her, stop talking about my dad. Don't say nothing. And I had to, nice. I called her and told her, I said, stop telling your sons and your daughters negative stuff about your dad, about their dads. You're, and I'm not going to say anything, but you're <laughs> messing up their mindset. Yeah. You know, you gonna if you want them to be healthy on this side of earth, stop doing that. And she was like, okay. <laughs> nice. Like, That's cool. Yeah. You're dominating that woman now. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I told it. Like, it's, it completely changed. Once I thought that, once I figured out all thoughts were all lies, I stopped being scared. And I told her, just tell her like it is. And then, yeah, she's going to blow up. She's going to have some hell, but I can, hit, I can take it. Or either I'm going to hang up. Or either I'm going to walk away. It, you know, it's like I don't have to if I don't want to. True. It's up to her. But, no, I don't know. I don't know if it's fine. Maybe the IQ thing, I don't know. But I just know y'all are great people. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for answering the question. Cool. And, uh, I'm about to I'm about to get off here, but I really do appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank you, Deontay. Thank you, brother. Love you, man.
Bye. Bye. Um, nice. Let's get to this story. Um, it's not a story. This clip from the Fallen State. TV is how you can find the the Fallen State uh, YouTube channel as well as let me see the Fallen State. TV. It has the YouTube channel. I know. It, oh, it has locals too. Sweet. Um, it's also on BitChute and Rumble. I do believe. John Zerka. Well-known internet personality and content creator who fearlessly tackles controversial topics with wit and humor uh, is the description of this young man. Albanian man. Cusses a lot, but uh, is a new Christian. Used to be Muslim, I guess. Here he is asking JLP about the so-called Trinity and Jesus, whether Jesus is God. I wanted to share this little two-minute clip Spliced together from Cozy underscore clips on Twitter. Cozy underscore clips on Twitter. They tweeted out this uh, interview that streamed on Cozy.tv, as well as premiered on YouTube and Jesse Lee Peterson Rumble and elsewhere. Check it out. He says, uh, Cozy Clips says, John Zerka official debates um, JLP Talk, that's Jesse's Twitter handle, on the Holy Trinity. Who won? Cozy.tv slash JLP. A little bit more than two minutes long. Clip three in there, Hassan. Check it out. You reject the Trinity, Jesse? What is the Trinity? The Holy Spirit, Jesus, Christ, and the Father. No, I know there is the Father, without a doubt. I know there is the Son, without a doubt. And I know there is the Holy Spirit, our teacher, without a doubt. But they're not equal in one? Well, I don't know what you mean by equal. Oh, you may be right. I just don't know what you mean by that. What do you mean by equal? Just like water can be liquid, solid, or gas, but it's still water. <laughs> I win. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask, do you believe that you could do greater worse than what Christ did? No. Why not? Some man. But he said you could. When he was doing those miracles and things, the people were like, wow, that's amazing. You are something else. And he was like, no, don't praise me, because greater work shall you do than what I'm doing. I don't believe that at all. So he was lying about that too? No, I believe you're like interpreting it wrong. No, I'm doing it. Okay, so can you get him to the Father through yourself? No man can do it. You can do a greater work. I thought you can do a greater work than Christ. Bring him to the Father without Christ. You can do a greater work, right? No, what I can do, I can do, I can point (laughs) him to the Father. Also, these kind of arguments, you'll pick one verse, but there's like 500 verses that say only through me. (laughs) So what? Well, you 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 share my position because if you can't do a greater work and take him to the Father, you don't believe what Jesus said. I I totally believe. You can't do it because you'll never be Jesus. But the greater work is. If, the, if, if he's seeking the Father, I can tell him where the Father is, how to find him. And if he, like you saw this thing about how the mind worked, right? Yeah. That was God showing you that. It wasn't me showing you that. He I allowed, agree with that. I he allowed that. you to see that okay. there is no past and there is okay. no future. 
And it wasn't me that was allowing you to see it. I agree with that. Like yeah. if, if Zerka inspires people to be Christian, I didn't do anything. Right. The Holy Spirit poured through me. Yeah, uh, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Amazing, huh? We're on the same page, <laughs> This Whoa. one's going to get a lot of views. Wasn't that nice? Wasn't that nice? So there was music in the background. That wasn't in the original Fallen State. That's Cozy Clips putting music underneath it. All nice. All smooth. <laughs> Nick says he thinks that they cut out the part where Zerka, Z-H-E-R-K-A, by the way, not Z-I-R-K-A, Z-H-E-R-K-A, responded at that moment and said, this N-word spitting, Inga spitting, like spitting the truth, like telling the truth. It's black for telling, or saying, or rapping. Um, and he was wearing sunglasses because his eyes kind of messed up sometimes, he said, I think. Uh, by the way, he recognized me. He's all, I, I guess he goes viral a lot because he's funny and, and bold and says some true things and some crazy wild things. He has a bunch of conspiracy theories that he's come up with, I guess, or a, a few. Uh, he's all, I recognize, hey, you're Hake. I saw you on Modern Day Debate, debating that, s- well, he didn't remember her name, but Stardust Woman. Clowning that Stardust Woman. <laughs> I don't know if I clowned her. He didn't say clown. He said something, though. Uh, they go crazy, and you're just sitting there, standing on what you believe, or something to that effect. Nice, huh? I didn't know he, he knew me. Uh... But some people think that you're rejecting Christ. Reject, oh, because JLP, for example, says Jesus is not God. He's the son of God. That's not rejecting Christ. Just calling, saying Christ is not God himself. You know what I mean? But people make up stuff and think that, oh, he's not a real Christian. He's not saved. Calling Jesus the Christ is... Literally not rejecting Christ. <laughs> Duh. Stardust is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think she's... No, I don't think she's... I don't think we're each other's type. <laughs> Lord Bibby 42 Set her straight. Yeah, I do set her straight a little bit. Catholics. Am I right, says Tyler. Yeah, those Catholics. He turned Catholic, didn't he? Catholics. I've known some Catholics, some better than others. I've known of some Catholics, some great Catholics. I almost wore one Catholic man's T-shirt today, actually. Columbus was a hero, you know? That was made by a Catholic. I don't know if Columbus was a Catholic, but it was made by a Catholic. Uh, Real Vincent James, he's Catholic, right? Historian and uh, researcher... Real Vincent James. I think he's only on Telegram and Cozy now. Maybe some other things. Nick Fuentes, he's Catholic. Who else? Who else is Catholic that I like? Whom I like? Uh, Clarence Thomas, I think he's Catholic. Solid guy. See, there's some decent Catholics, some seriously decent Catholics over there. Strong. Um, Unshakable. By the way, speaking of Clarence Thomas, I heard Judge John Roberts or whatever, you know, the so-called Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts, the rhino, who pretended Obamacare's attacks, who, which it's not, it's evil, it's unconstitutional. 
um, who pretended that, uh, I'm pretty sure it's unconstitutional. That's my layperson's opinion, and don't ask me to explain. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he said that gay marriage is real, I think, which it's not. It's imaginary. It's a f- fake definition of marriage all of a sudden. Where does your Christian religion come from, Hake? Hmm? Straight from my parents. Uh, normal Christians in America, we're, we're normal Christians. We're not Catholics. <laughs> Biden is quote-unquote Catholic, Hake. Yeah, I know, but we're talking about the good ones. There's one other guy who's solid. Oh, yeah, Congressman Steve King is the first one I thought of. Congressman Steve King of Iowa. I was surprised to learn that he is indeed Catholic, but another solid man defending a Western civilization and being smeared as a so-called white supremacist or something dumb like that by the rhinos. Terrible. But it is interesting. You broke off with Martin Luther. I did not. I don't even know Martin Luther. And the Catholics weren't... I don't know. It's a bunch of... It's a bunch of temptation to fall into ego fighting, false ego fighting, you know? Because people are like, oh, I follow Paul, I follow Paulus, I follow Christ. And then the Catholics, um, I think most of the establishment churches today, most of the so-called leadership, corrupt, and most of the people, corrupt. So most of the time when I'm mocking the Catholics, it's most... It's not as if I'm pretending that these Protestants are any better. Maybe they have pluses and minuses, but ultimately they're like the top of the dung pile. They're they're both fighting for the top of the dung pile. (laughs) But uh, except for the ones who are real from from probably among the Protestants and the Catholics. And maybe there's some real, um, what's the other one, Eastern Orthodox? Those are the ones who are battling the Catholics too, huh? And there's even some uh, Jews for Jesus, which I don't know what that part is from. Jews for Jesus. That's uh, a fourth branch. So anyway, I just wanted to cover that because I noticed that there's people in the chat in the comments who, oh, he's God. You're rejecting the Trent. You're rejecting Christ. You're going to hell. Oh, Sean points out Michael Knowles, another based Catholic. I may be using the term a little loosely, but I, but I appreciate him. Michael Knowles of Daily Wire. He's spoken at a men's conference before. He uh, called uh, Greta Thunberg a mentally ill Swedish child, which I guess I disavow for the sake of my channels, but it was accurate. She was... Got some issues. Depression, I think, maybe. Supposedly autistic, although is it possible for females, girls, to be so-called autistic? Is autism even real? I suppose I should disavow that question for the sake of my channel. But people, some people think I'm on the so-called autism spectrum. Let me move on so that I don't prove those people who accuse Hake of being autistic right, although maybe it's too late. The supermoon is happening today. It's already 9.30, past 9.30. Sturgeon supermoon today. What's a sturgeon? I'll tell you. A sturgeon supermoon, though, according to Combi Nonsense Network, I mentioned this in Hake News at the end of our 
I forget which hour today, on the JLP show, Jesse's back. A sturgeon supermoon will light up the sky tonight, creating a luminous spectacle for millions around the world. This type of lunar phenomenon occurs when the moon nears its closest point to Earth while appearing full. Closest point to Earth. Oh, I was saying that it's close to the horizon, but I don't think that that's what it... I may have misspoken. I may have completely misunderstood. I may have spoken ignorantly. Well, I do that a lot. While appearing full, and it only happens three to four times per year. And a sturgeon... Sturgeon moon? Sturgeon moon. What is a sturgeon moon? The full moon in August. The Algonquin tribes. According to the almanac, is that the farmer's almanac? As the full moon in August, the Algonquin tribes in now what is now the northeastern United States called this the sturgeon moon after the large fish in the Great Lakes, and other major bodies of water that were more easily caught this time of year. Oh, it's according to NASA.gov, and NASA means lies. Just kidding, it doesn't. Um, According to the fact checkers. (laughs) Uh, So I heard of sturgeon from Wisconsin. I have pictures of these sturgeons. There's a bunch of pictures of these sturgeons. You can just kind of slideshow through all of these and just not even pay attention to what I'm saying, I think. Because there's so many of them. Like, look at these things. They're huge. Awesome. Fish. Uh, there is a place in Wisconsin. I know some people, or used to know anyway, some people from Wisconsin. And they were from something called Sturgeon Bay. Look at this. 78-year-old catches a sturgeon. And this thing is bigger than him. It's a fish. In the Atlantic Ocean, as well as the Great Lakes. Sturgeon Bay. Cool, huh? So, let me tell you about these sturgeons real quick. Just because they're cool. I like nature. And nature's God. I like them. They get to about 16 feet long. They can weigh up to like 800 pounds, I think. Something like that. Let's see. 800 pounds they can weigh up to. But the baby ones can fit in the palm of your hand. Mm, Little baby sturgeon. There's a whole bunch of these pictures with guys in shallow water. Sometimes kids holding holding these fish. Look at the little baby sturgeon. Cool, huh? They have like a pointy nose and like spiky looking top. And... Sort of look like a duck. They're bluish black or olive brown dorsally on their back. Dorsal means back. With paler sides and a white belly, which is basal, right? Basal means bottom or or lower part. Belly, maybe? They have five major rows of dermal scutes or bony plates along with the length of their body. Atlantic sturgeon. Uh, They are predators. But they are not aggressive fish. They have electroreceptors similar to those of sharks, but don't normally target vibrations and electrical impulses from within the water column or on the surface. They usually lie in wait on the floors of lakes or rivers. Uh, And you can eat them. Oh, here's a uh, supposed ancestor, if you believe in evolution in in this sense. 
That might be a, an ancestor to the sturgeons. That might be a fossil that we're looking at. You know where they get encased in, like, stone or something like that? And it leaves an imprint? They have these ray fins. Okay, sturgeon, how do they taste? Sturgeon varies in flavor, but most agree it has a mild taste. Perfect for people who aren't a huge fan of fish in general. It has a delicate flavor. Pairs well with butter. Butter. It acts, it's actually a great fish for those who enjoy chicken to try because the texture is very similar to that of chicken. Tastes just like chicken. And their average lifespan is 50 to 60 years, but one of these guys caught a, a 100-year-old sturgeon, according to... I don't know how they figure that. Their first spawn does not occur until after they're about 15 or 20. 50 to 60 years? That's awesome, huh? Cool. So I just wanted to share these awesome photos with you if you're watching the video feed. Reward you for watching the video feed. They're ray-finned fish. Dors, I think a basal ray-finned ray finned fish. Fish that have ray fins. They have fins that are strengthened by slender rays. Sometimes bones or like something else. Cool. Nice. Okay, so that's that. Anyway, back to the news. Uh, that X, the Twitter X, it's called X now. Are you going to ca- keep calling it Twitter or will I think Elon Musk will convert us. Giant X sign removed after being installed. This is from CNN, Commie Nonsense Network. Giant X sign removed after being installed atop the company headquarters following Twitter's rebrand. Elon Musk bought Twitter, you know. Uh, Nonsense Network, CNN, the unpermitted sign, it was not permitted, (laughs) been dismantled after the city of San Francisco received 24 complaints. You know, these dumb liberals. San Francisco is dominated by liberals. I will call them liberals rather than dumb liberals, okay? But you know what I mean. I just winked. Uh, They're not going to complain about the, the bums on the street. They're not complaining about leaving their cars wide open and empty so that people don't bash their car windows in and steal their stuff. Maybe they are complaining about these things, but I'm just saying. They're not going to complain about the crime going out of control, stabbings of people. Uh, They're going to complain about Elon Musk because he's not sufficiently far-left liberal, even though he is pretty far-left liberal, I think. But he's a little bit of an independent-thinking man, which makes him too manly for, uh, for these people. These people! Not a very manly city. They have a black female mayor right now. Before that, they had, well, they had Gavin Newsom for mayor. <laughs> Terrible. I'm shaking my head. Uh, the far-left AP tweeted. I have this tweet so you can see the sign. AP tweeted about this giant X Twitter X logo thing. Uh, Look at that. Isn't that cool? They tweeted, A brightly flashing X sign has been removed from the San Francisco headquarters company building, right? Top of it. Of the company formerly known as Twitter, just days after it was reinstalled. Now it's called X. And some of us think, especially the... uh, Well, when I say us, if anybody in... uh, 4chan is in the Hake. If any 4chan believers in is in the Hake chat, they may believe 
or Hake audience, they may believe that this is part of the Masonic, Freemason symbol, I think. A portion of it, this funny X. You got a license for that X sign? Asks Carver531. Exactly. And so, uh, zoom in on that awesome image. Because it has cool glass uh, windows of awesome tall buildings in the background of it. It's cool. Look at that. Wow. I like cities. I like the country, too, the rural area. I love the beautiful south and the uh, Midwest, I guess, if that counts as rural. And uh, nor- northern or upstate New York, I guess that may count as rural. Not that I've ever been to all, all of those places, but some of them I have. And the people are... They have different qualities there that are better in some ways than the city people, for sure. Some of them are, are too fat, though, as JLP said, in the South. But look at this. How can you deny the beauty of that <laughs> to me? Maybe some of you can't, the guys can. But you can see the reflection of the sky and the other buildings. It's tall. And I don't see the, sun, the flashing sun because this is just a still photograph. But that's pretty cool. Nice work, Elon Musk. Thank you, mainstream media, for signal boosting uh, this. Speaking of signal boosting, Scott Adams tweeted that after uh, he quote tweeted the AP article, it did its job. It did its job. This sign did its job, even though it was short-lived. You're reporting on it. I'm retweeting it. Signal boosting, which is a word I learned and understood more. I've heard it before, but I understood it more after hearing American Anchor Baby talking about how the transgenders are signal boosted by these people overreacting to Bud Light, for example. Bud Light propping up that guy. Guy can mean guy or gal, okay? So don't accuse me of misgendering YouTube. Don't take me down, please. But yeah, good point, Scott Adams. Scott Adams has been on the JLP show. He's been on the Fallen State. He said that it was one of his favorite interviews and his favorite interview in a long time, his Fallen State interview. He said JLP has a great energy about him. Is it love? He asked. He tweeted that out years back when that took place. I expected him to be taller in person. I expected him to be towering over me. He's about my height, plus or minus. But I'm, I'm, no, I'm not too short. You guys told me that you can't call people tall glasses of water. You corrupt people with, with uh, slightly less naive minds than, hey, what a mess. Anyway. Let's cover this story. This is a throwback of, uh, this is a throwback of, uh, the Trump versus Joe Biden debate. You know, Biden is being accused of knowing more than he let on about his son's shady business dealings or whatever they call it. And this goes over my head, and, I'll, and this is part of the story, how it goes over my head. 
uh, speaking of Scott Adams, he's going to point out how this goes over most people's heads. <laughs> but anyway, this is clip 22. Maze Moore. M-A-Z-E-M-O-O-R-E. I think it's a pretty good Twitter account. I'm relatively newly acquainted with it only. Only a little bit. He, this Maze Moore person tweeted, Remember this? Joe Biden is a stone-cold liar. And I disavow that just because I don't know anything. And it's the sake of my channel. But here's Trump versus Joe Biden in a debate that was streamed on C-SPAN back ahead of the 2020 presidential elections, which were totally on the up and up. Uh, 49 seconds. Here's the throwback uh, clip to remind you of what Trump was saying about Joe Biden. Some of it may turn out to be actually true. I don't know. I disavow it preemptively so as to protect my channel. It's not like I'm playing RFK Jr., though. So here it is. Joe got three and a half million dollars from Russia, and it came through Putin because he was very friendly with the former mayor of Moscow, and it was the mayor of Moscow's wife, and you got three and a half million dollars. Your family got three and a half million dollars, and, you know, someday you're going to have to explain why did you get three and a half. I never got any money from Russia. I don't get money from Mm -hmm. Russia. I have not taken a penny from any foreign source ever in my life. I have not taken a single penny from any country whatsoever, ever. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the no. only one. Nobody Base. else has made money from China. No, question. no, you. Very no cool. basis for that. Everybody investigated that. No one said anything he did was wrong in Ukraine. <laughs> well, I don't, know if, I don't know if Sleepy Joe Biden is telling the entire truth. And I don't know if he's a stone-cold liar, as Mays Moore tweeted. Mays. Spelled the same way as my favorite caller, by the way. I wonder if it's Mays, my caller from Dayton, Ohio, who's tweeting out this cool stuff. So well, I have this screenshot of this other Scott Adams tweet. Uh, let me see, what did I call it? Oh, Biden Scott Adams tweet. Oh, um, yes, he tweeted. Democrats can succeed in keeping the, what he calls, Biden crime family story, in all caps. Not that they are a crime family, but it's a, the Biden crime family story. Because I disavow any notion that Biden is a crime family for the sake of my channel. <laughs> and for the sake of, I have no idea. I don't care. I basically expect it, though. <laughs> he is Irish, right? <laughs> anyway. Yes, Democrats can succeed in keeping the Biden crime family story away from half of the public because it's too complicated to explain. Yes. And even if you can explain it, it's too complicated for hate to comprehend. <laughs> or it's for me to care to comprehend it, at least. The Republicans found nothing will work because, you know, the line, the messaging, the Republicans found nothing will work on the public because the alternative requires effort to understand how the schemes were organized. Alleged schemes. I disavow this, right? However, hiding the story forever requires Biden not to run for office. This speculates uh, Scott Adams. This is where he gets into speculation and prediction, which I'll respond in a second. However, hiding the story forever requires Biden not to run for office. He splits his infinitive, says to not run for office, so the Republican candidate doesn't hammer it all day long. Biden crime family, Biden crime family. He's hammering, right? Doing a hammering gesture. 
Expect a new, new health problem, says Scott Adams. Uh, what does he say else? Uh, the, the future is, the future is, looks clear at this point. So he says, I don't know about his predictions, okay? I think this Scott Adams fellow is pretty smart. He warned you to, uh, he recommended, do what you want. Stay away from, uh, many blacks who feel that it's not okay to say it's okay to be white. Because many of them are brainwashed that, to think that that's racist. Because race, alleged so-called racists, meaning people who don't sufficiently hate whites, say it's okay to be white. My second favorite caller, Earl, from Michigan, said it's okay to be white. He said it. Earl. <laughs> uh, Scott Adams predicted a Trump landslide in a new golden age, I remember. As Trump was going into office, a landslide in his second term. He amended it after the China virus, of course, right? He's smart, though, and he loves JLP, like I pointed out, like I uh, described. I think I have that drop of uh, Earl saying, it's okay to be white. Let's hear Earl say, it's okay to be white. <laughs> it's okay to be black. Hey, Earl, like a squirrel. I hey, think going nuts. hey uh, baby Hitler. <laughs> I don't know if I have that handy anymore, that drop. I don't know if you guys have it handy anymore, anyway. <laughs> I could probably find it. <laughs> Let me look for it, since we're here. Um, next, though, guys, we're going to talk about boohoo slavery. You know, this phony um, kissing up to blacks. And uh, black victimhood, really. It's no good for the blacks. Men, to- it's okay to be a man. <laughs> Indeed. Uh... Earl, okay to be white. I'm not finding it off, uh, offhand. It's okay to be white. There it is. Nice. Do it again. It's okay to be white. That's, uh, that's Earl. Came in a little quiet because we don't, we need, we need to boost our, uh, volume. Uh, oh, it's okay I, to be white. Nice. I found it too. Okay, I'll put it in my own folder so I can create a louder version maybe. It's okay to be white. It's okay to be black. Baby Hitler. (laughs) We haven't heard from Earl in a few years now. We wish him well. Don't know if he's alive or dead or what. Real quick. Boo-hoo slavery. These slavery libs. They're slaves to slavery, as Big Bump stated, who co-hosted with me uh, relatively recently. Jordan Z. Zacharin, Jordan Z. Zacharin, whatever his name is, person, this person's name is, tweeted, this is about Florida, you know, Ron DeSantis signed a, a bill from the state legislature of Florida that said, oh, make, a, make sure that children understand that slaves benefited from uh, learning skills during slavery. It was a benefit. That was one benefit. And there were, may have been other benefits, right? Such as being the, the, one of the best countries, maybe the best country. They've never had it so good as in America. That's another benefit. Their children, all sour grapes about something that they never experienced. It, they're just all in their imagination about, about it and how bad it is. Not that you or I would want to 
even have the trouble of owning slaves, or you or I, necessarily, or you or I would want to be slaves other than the slaves that we already are in different ways, in different senses. We are more comfortable slaves with illusions of freedom, right? Known as communism. And also that blacks did perpetrate violence in addition to being victims of violence. They weren't purely victims. Some of them were perps. Okay? It's a fact. The co-author of Dissent... This is from Jordan Z. Ackerman. Oh, I have a bunch of these tweets, actually. Slavery libs versus dissent as historians. Uh, let's see. The first one is about Francis P. Rice. The co-author of DeSantis's Black History Standards is named Francis, F-R-A-N-C-E-S, P, middle initial, Rice, R-I-C-E. She is a so-called far-right activist who fueled Prager University. Oh, yeah, that's so far-right. Give me a break. <laughs> and homeschool curriculum. Homeschool curriculum. Extremely far-right. Not with misleading lessons that focus on black guilt, so-called, and heroic white abolitionists. That doesn't sound very far right to me. That sounds sort of normie, middle-of-the-road mess, borderline rhino mess. So here's one example. Uh, this uh, second, this is a screenshot, second, a screenshot from a textbook, I guess has this cartoon drawing of a black lady with braids and a, uh, is that a bonnet? (laughs) Or is it just a do-rag or a, uh, I don't know, handkerchief thing? She tweeted, she, not tweeted, she states in this cartoon drawing with badly computer-generated speak-talking bubbles, not even attractive, Roxanne, this is Anthony Johnson, who arrived in Jamestown. This is that guy, Hassan. Uh, arrived in John... Ja- Hassan is excited because he knows, or was excited when he learned about this guy. Anthony Johnson arrived in Jamestown in 1619. He was treated as an indentured servant. He then became a landowner and was, was one of the first black slave owners. Wow, one of them. What? Says this lady who has a tan and a bob short haircut in this cartoon image and suspenders or something. What? A black man owned slaves in Jamestown? What is that, Connecticut? Is that Connecticut? Or Massachusetts or somewhere? Somewhere in the New World. Tell me more! <laughs> and so this, this textbook, I guess, says Anthony Johnson, maybe it's not a book because nowadays a lot of this stuff is online. Anthony Johnson arrived on the English ship White Lion White Lion, wow. In uh, 1619. Reminds me of the Jamestown, Virginia. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. That's terrible. <laughs> Hake doesn't know anything. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Sean. He became a successful headright settler, 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 and claimed 250 acres. Anthony, preser- Anthony Johnson preserved... Oh, prospered and bought more land, livestock, and owned slaves. Sounds like a powerful black man. That's awesome. 
One of his slaves, John Casor, Casor, sued Anthony Johnson. Wow, he took him to court. Wow. A slave can take a slave owner to court? Impressive. They have rights, right to sue in the pre-America British colonies, right? To gain his freedom. But Johnson won the court case on March 8th, 1655, pre-United States of America, Declaration of Independence, right? To keep Cassor as his slave. He marched. He won. This case was the first legal sanction of slavery in the colonies. Wow. So, uh, I I don't mind that bit of information. (laughs) Look at this other, uh, number three. It shows, like, the full bodies of these, uh, gals. Or a different gal this time. The black lady, smiling black lady with the braids is still there, though. Nice tennis shoes on her, though. That's cute. Uh... (laughs) It's a drawing room. Angela, what, do you, what did you find out about these two abolitionists? All smiling. And this Angela girl, she's like red-haired. I thought it was wonderful that a wealthy white abolitionist, Garrett Smith, helped a black, lowercase b in black, based, based, nice. <laughs> abolitionist helped a black abolitionist, Frederick Douglass, with money to run his paper. I don't think that's necessarily wonderful. Some purportedly white guy named Garrett Smith, white man, abolitionist. I don't think it's necessarily wonderful to subsidize uh, Frederick Douglass, this black guy. Frederick Douglass wrote a letter once I learned from Joe from Phoenix that he was kind of sour grapes toward, he wrote like an open letter to his, or something like that, to his uh, slave master. Because maybe his slave master was a bit too rough with him. And it was kind of sour grapes towards him. Uh, Frederick Douglass. But Frederick Douglass was a... Might have been a... Might have been a decent man. I don't know. But I don't know about all these abolitionists. A lot of these abolitionists... Some people call themselves abolitionists to this day. And I think they want to abolish prisons and police or something like that. That's what the abolitionist means nowadays. <laughs> and so I don't know if abolitionism... I'm sure that there were... I imagine that there may have been some good and bad abolitionists, maybe. But I think that they were impatient because I heard that slavery was already on its way out. Just like segregation was naturally melting into a natural type of situation. Segregation, you know, under Jim Crow is naturally... Some people were naturally already coming together as they wanted to or didn't want to. Freedom of association, hello, United States of America, basic rights. Uh, Same thing with right to contract. You contract a slave. I don't know, did slaves sign contracts or were they just born into it? Maybe both. Um, Maybe they didn't have a say in any contract. But you have a right to write a contract and get paid or pay Two bucks an hour, or 50 cents an hour, or five cents an hour, or a penny a day. Uh, But no, the evil government wants to step in and establish fake things like minimum wage, which are communist, evil. And artificially prop up uh, people's pay, and then, which devalues the value of money. Terrible. So I'm not sure I'm for these abolitionists, necessarily. Some of them were very evil. Terrorists, even. 
John Brown or something Brown? Anyway, continue. So I don't know if this lady is far right, but at least she put lowercase b in black. <laughs> this Francis P. Rice. There's another guy, uh, another person who's in DeSantis's Black History curriculum uh, team, I guess. Jed Legume Legum tweeted, Ron DeSantis just sent a letter to cackling Kamala Harris, you know, the so-called vice president, joke of a vice president, first female vice president. Supposedly black and uh, India Indian, Jamaican and India Indian. Not the good kind of Jamaican. Although she might have worked hard like many Jamaicans do. Requesting a meeting to discuss Florida's new black history curriculum. DeSantis said he would bring along William Allen, who helped write the curriculum. Who is William Allen? We took a deep dive and it's a wild ride, said Judd Legume. So I'm like, Ron DeSantis writing a letter to Kamala Harris to have a meeting with her? Oh, yeah, because Kamala Harris did that evil speech talking about, ooh, slavery involved rape, it involved torture, it involved taking the babies from the mother's babies. I'm like, what do you mean, 12-year-old babies or actual newborn babies? And I don't know. With your logic, hey, slavery would have ended yesterday. (laughs) I don't know if it ever would have ended. Maybe it, but it may have mostly been on its way out, you know? I don't know. I think that it may be a solution for these homeless, you know? The ones who are just bums, you know? Maybe better for them than just being addicts on the street, you know? I keep on saying, you know? Dear Madam Vice President, reads this letter. This is uh, number five here, Hassan. Florida is the number one state in the nation for education. Oh, I went overtime. We've achieved this by making record investments in our students, teachers, and schools. Throwing money at it. I don't like that idea. By enacting universal school choice, which I, I think that JLP's for that. I'm, in fact, I'm quite sure that he's for school choice. I don't know that I'm for that. Because that means that these poorly raised black kids and Hispanic kids can go invade any, any like, uh, nice school and turn it bad. It's kind of redistribution, potentially, of uh, bad kids. But I think we should get rid of the public schools in general. State control, government, uh, federal government control, and funding. Defund it. Uh, our approach is, don't know how realistic or feasible it is, but a man of, of action and inspiration could do it, I'm sure, or men of, do, of that can do that. We've secured the top spot, st- spot nationally in education by returning to the fundamentals, reading, writing, and arithmetic, the three R's. We are committed to teaching truth, not partisan narratives. We have rooted out hateful Marxist theories like critical race theory from our classrooms, Yeah, an evil, like, people's history of the United States of America. Howard Zinn, not a Christian, not even alive anymore. His son is, though. Uh, And his acolytes are uh, the the living walking dead. (laughs) Among many of uh, the rest of us who don't agree with that mess. We have eliminated diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives in school administration and hiring practices. We have instead focused on the basics, reading, writing, and arithmetic, science, civics, and history. 
Yet time and again, D.C. politicians chose to malign our, choose to malign our state and its residents. Over the past several weeks, the Sleepy Joe Biden administration, I put Sleepy Joe part, has repeatedly, this is DeSantis writing, purportedly DeSantis writing to cackling Kamala Harris, repeatedly disparaged our state and misinformed Americans about our education system. Our state pushed forward nation-leading standalone so-called African-American history standards. It's black so-called American history standards. Ron... One of the only states in the nation to require this level of learning about such an important subject. Oh, (laughs) cringe. No, maybe, I don't know the details. One would think the Black on the Inside White House would applaud such boldness in teaching the unique and important story of so-called African-American history. But you have instead attempted to score cheap political points and label Florida parents extremists. It's past time to set the record straight. In Florida, we're unafraid to have an open and honest dialogue about the issues. Blah, 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 blah. You clearly have no trouble ducking down to Florida on short notice, so given your grave concern, which I must assume is sincere, and what you think our standards say, I am officially inviting you back down to Florida to discuss our African-American history standards. I wonder how tough Ron would be in meeting person to person. Because, you know, how Trump meets with these people, and he melts their hearts. <laughs> and then they turn around and backstab him anyway, but he turns them into such betas, because he's, he's friendly and real and working deals with people. I will, happy, I will be happy to host you here in Tallahassee. You'll ask Dr. William Allen, instrumental in the development of our impressive new standards, to join. We welcome you, of course, to bring Randy Weingarten. That's a not-Christian lesbian woman who's running the, one of the teachers' unions, or someone else who may, shares your view about our standards. I'm prepared to meet you as early as Wednesday this week, but of course... Want to be deferential to your busy schedule. Should you already have a trip to the southern border planned for that day? This guy is just trolling her. This man is just trolling her. Because she doesn't go to the border. She doesn't care about the border. She likes the border being open. What an example you could set for the nation. A serious conversation on the substance of an important issue. I hope you're feeling up to it. Ron DeSantis, governor. Sincerely. What a mess. So that was the... He mentioned that get that guy. Uh... William Allen, Dr. William Allen, to you, Judd Legume, who's a liberal reporter on Twitter. He lost his blue check. William Allen. Okay, so moving on to the number six, I guess, the tweet. Judd Legume says, William Allen has a history of making incendiary incendiary remarks and promoting right-wing ideology. In 1989, as chairman of Ronald Reagan's Civil Rights Commission, why did Ronald Reagan have a civil rights commission? But at least he had William Allen on it. Maybe William Allen is kind of based. William Allen gave a talk on it at an anti-gay conference in 1989, right? Everybody was anti-gay back then. Except for Bill Clinton. He was pro-gay. Uh, titled Blacks, Animals, Homosexuals? What is a minority? He uh, said. And so moving on to the number seven. Here's the quote. Because that's like, sounds crazy. But here's the actual quote. Uh, number three, number seven, I mean. Uh, Hassan there. In this speech, Allen's, it was Dr. William Allen, said creating legal protections for so-called minority groups is the beginning of the evil of reducing American blacks to an equality with animals 
and then seducing them to uh, seducing other groups to seek seek the same charitable treatment of uh, so-called legal protections for by identity and minorities and stuff like that. Good point. Good point. And you know the and that's exactly what's happened. Those uh, radical homosexuals who like say, "Oh, discriminating against us is like discriminating against the blacks." Discrimination is a basic right, and then on top of that, uh, blacks are just black. And it's not immoral to be black on the outside. (laughs) But it's um, certainly morally strange. I don't think it's, I think it's immoral to be uh, into the homosexual mess. So that's the story on, uh, I'll skip the whole rest of it. Oh, yeah, no, I won't skip the whole rest of it. Um, The black rhinos were overreacting, and same with the mainstream media. Uh, Go to number eight real quick. I'll plow through this, and then we'll get to the music. It's Men's History Month. Meet the quote-unquote scholars who created Florida's new black history curriculum. It's written by this Judd Legume, Tesnim Zechariah, and Rebecca Crosby. And, uh... Came out today, I guess. It's a substack. Popular information substack. Judd Legumes. To comply with the Stop Woke Act, a 2022 law championed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Republican, the state needed to create a new curriculum for quote-unquote black history. And they capitalized the B in the word black because they're kiss-ups ever since Georgia, Florida, OD'd. And died maybe from the pressure on top of it. In addition to being overdosing, I think, and messed up. And uh, suffering from the China virus, too, I heard. The law required the curriculum to celebrate the inspirational stories of so-called African-Americans who prospered even in the most difficult circumstances and banned instruction that would make students feel guilt, anguish, or other forms of psychological distress because of actions in which the individuals played no part, committed in the past by other members of the same race. Nice. The new black history curriculum, go to the last one now. The new black history curriculum was approved by the State Board of Education July 19th. Response has been scathing. Today's action, here's a quote from NAACP, National Association Against Colored People. Hey, there's that word, colored people. (laughs) I thought that that was offensive. Uh, Today's actions in the Florida state government are an attempt to bring our country back to a 19th century America. You heard this probably on the Jason Lee Peterson show, where black life was not valued nor our rights protected, Derek Johnson, NAACP president, said and stated in a statement. Um, much of it centered around the provision in new curriculum that requires instruction on how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Yes. Work itself is a, is a benefit to the man. It's God's command slash curse slash blessing on men that they work. Uh... That provision was blasted by black Republicans. There is no silver lining in slavery. Rhino black senator and presidential candidate Tim Scott, not to be confused with the base real Tim Scott in our chat. Shout out to you. No, this is the rhino from South Carolina. Slavery was really about separating families, about mutilating humans and even raping their wives. It was just devastating. What a lie. It was not about those things. Those things may have happened in isolated instances, 
maybe even widespread if the uh, slave owners weren't very Christian, which I'm sure there were some unchristian slave owners. In fact, I heard that they were uh, big in the slave so-called trade and maybe as slave owners themselves. Okay, so uh, Congressman Byron Donalds, who is a pro-Trump guy, a young man, black, a little bit chunky, a little bit fat, not too, not too, Republican from Florida, maybe he is too, I don't know. And John James, Republican from Mississippi, I mean, not Mississippi, Michigan, also spoke out against the curriculum. Forget you guys. No, not forget, just differ with them. They're wrong. They don't know better. They're raised all into the black thing. Takes a while to overcome that, I guess. Some never do. Ron DeSantis responded by attacking the three black Republicans. Nice. (laughs) Claiming they accepted Democrats' false narrative and lies. Right on. He also defended the notion that... And by the way, you heard on J.C. Lee Peterson's show about Will Hurd, the light-skinned, mixed-race, black Republican who is an anti-Trump rhino, and he quit (laughs) Congress. Uh, Because he was an anti-Trump, never-Trump type of guy. Saying all this junk. Do I have the Will Hurd? If you go outside, oh, go outside into the main folder. You have this Will Hurd quote. I screenshotted this, stole it from the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Look at him. He barely even looks black. He looks Doug Black. <laughs> uh, Doug, the guy who hosted church, is half black. Maybe a little bit tanner than Doug. <laughs> but Doug is more manly than this guy. This lame-o, Will Hurd, former U.S. congressman from Texas, black rhino. Slavery wasn't a jobs program that taught beneficial skills. It was literally dehumanizing. That's your imagination, buddy. And subjugated. Yes, subjugated. People as property. Yes, because they lacked any rights or freedoms. Well, I don't know about any rights. If one slave was allowed to sue, that's some level of right. (laughs) Anyway, you're free in Christ because we taught you guys to be uh, slaves of Christ. Nice. Christians. Uh, So that's that black rhino. Uh, Let me just finish off this little statement from the last one. DeSantis also defended the notion that enslaved people benefited from slavery. Some folks eventually parlayed, you know, being a blacksmith, I don't know if that part is true, maybe, maybe not, into doing things later in life told a reporter uh, campaigning in Iowa. Whatever. Nice. Tired of that one. Tired of that story now. <laughs> Ridiculous. We, it's, it's more than 15 after. It's Men's History Month. Let's listen to some manly music. Is any music manly? This guy... Hey! Joel Friday's gonna be here, by the way. <laughs> Guys shouting out. <laughs> we got the peanut gallery over here. Um, this is Stave's Acre. They're a tooth and nail band, and he's a liberal. Uh, Solomon. Mark Solomon, I think, is the singer. But I like his voice. So it sounds sort of manly-esque, and the guitar and drums and stuff sounds sort of, at least imitation wannabe manly, right? <laughs> Compensating for a lack of manliness and uh, lack of masculinity in the society, even in the 90s. This is from 1997 album Absolutes. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's called Acquiesce. Acquiesce. I think it's spelled A-C-Q-U-I-E-S-C-E by Stave Saker. 
or Staves Acre. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. Cover your ears or grin and bear it. Press mute. Uh, go outside, shovel snow, rake your leaves, plant your garden, harvest your crops, do some blacksmithing. Get the whip cracked on you and take it like a man with, your, with dignity. I'll be right back for our, the rest of hour two. Hang tight. guys are chuckling at Hague. Mark Solomon of Savesacre. I like his voice. I don't know David Bowie. I don't know Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know Black Sabbath. (laughs) Discount Ozzy. This is a jam. Thank you, Kevin Howe. Sounds sort of emotional. (laughs) Bill shaking his head out here. Black Sabbath value brand. This music fits hate better than Asian rock. 
Singer's wearing a white beater, guaranteed. <laughs> like the Creed guy. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through this beautiful Christian music. Tyler says, Hey, this isn't as good as 90 Pound Wuss, but still rocks like Hunter Biden. Thank you, man. I agree. I love 90 Pound Wuss. I never listened to Staves Acre a lot, but I did like the vo- guy's voice. He also did uh, a side project called Outer Circle, and I liked that one a little bit better because it was faster punk. But it was kind of fun. I, I like it, you know? 2.75 for, out of 5. Nice. It gets an F+. Plus. Is it an F+. Plus? It's not an F-, minus anyway. It's a solid F. <laughs> for, uh, for fail, but there is still Christ, even if we fail. <laughs> if you fail, God will be there for you. And you know what? I looked up his Twitter the other year when I was thinking of playing his music. Maybe before I got sick. And had my issues, you know? A year ago, almost, I had issues. 10 for 10. Hague chose a banger this morning. Yeah, grungy a little bit. Uh, I looked up his Twitter, and he's all liberal. (laughs) Musicians. Make me want to (laughs) spit. Nah, I'm kidding around. I don't want to spit. Like Tool. Yeah, somebody else said it was kind of like Metallica, that one song... Unforgiven or something like that? I don't know. With the clean guitar. Anyway, uh, let me double check for Super Chats because I would be remiss were I not to read them. I do know that some did come in. So over on buymeacoffee.com slash The Hake Report. I am already remiss because there were two Super Chats that came in yesterday during my conversation with Toby, also known as Tony from California. Uh, Tony from California was justifying what's happening to the whites. You know, if you caught the JLP show earlier today, even, he covered how they want to kill the boer, kill the boer, the boer, B-O-E-R. You know, these hate-filled blacks, communists, uh, who, and they are targeting the, uh, white farmers, torturing them, raping them. Uh, mutilating them, killing them, stealing their stuff, murdering one another in the cities, dying of AIDS, I think. I don't know if they're still dying of AIDS, but a lot of AIDS over there. There was a lot of child-headed households. But anyway, they're attacking the, the whites who used to run the country, rightfully run their own country that they founded there. Uh, and Tony was all, you reap what you sow. As if the whites living today have anything to do with what happened back then. And as if what happened back then was as bad as what the blacks are doing to them today. Maybe what he said is really a warning of to the blacks because they're doing evil to the whites and to one another. That they're not going to, they're going to suffer for that. They are already suffering for that. What you do to others, you do to yourself, JLP said. It's true. Anyway, Santino Robles bought a coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash Report. If one believes in the saying, you reap what you sow, then they have to believe 
that what people are getting, blacks, whites, Mexicans today, is exactly what they deserve. Interesting point. Interesting point. Yeah, good point. And in, and in many senses, the whites are getting what they deserve. And the, the blacks are getting what they deserve. JLP talked with a young man, Caesar, I think, on the radio show today. Jesse's back. And he talked to a man who, was, who felt bad for an acquaintance whom he thought was a friend, I guess, and opened his door to him, let him stay over at his place, not pay rent, and just take advantage of him. That's your fault. You opened yourself up to that. You get what you deserve. And the other man's suffering and wrong for uh, his being a, sitting around like a bump on a log taking advantage of the weak guy. They're both wrong. Some people blame the Jews for uh, tricking the blacks and whites into fighting each other and stuff like that or tri- doing all these things, pornography and all that stuff. Well, you also have to blame the user of the pornography or the drugs or the... Uh, strife or the suckers the followers you have to blame the follower as well as the uh drug dealer blame the drug user too victim blame it's important so that the victim learns or else other people learn from the victim's bad example nice huh nice thank you santino robles that's deep uh i think anyway what do I know? Carver bought a coffee. Do Tony's food truck employees? Yeah, Tony said he has a trucking business as well as food truck, you know, food stuff and other things. I'm like, wow, good job, Tony. See, upstanding blacks, even, even the degenerate white-hating blacks who listen to Hake, they're upstanding. Listen to these black Hebrew Israelites. They're family men. They work. See? Nice. Carver bought a coffee. Do Tony's food truck employees wash their hands? <laughs> Fair question. I wash my hands. Anyway, thank you, Carver, <laughs> for the coffee. <laughs> uh, a big super chat from a uh, based America First on Buy Me a Coffee. Shout out to Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito for Men's History Month. Great. Great tributes to men's history for imp- from EmpiricalScotus.com. Empirical Scotus, that's short for Supreme Court of the United States. An analysis of the Supreme Court's first eight oral arguments produced this chart. And he uh, shares a JPEG that I shall grab, I think. So, oh, what in the heck? Don't say heck too much, kids. Block. This is not helping. Okay, yes. Nice. And it talks about how many words they used. (laughs) Oh, man, I got to show this to you guys. Jackson, you know, Katanji Onyika Brown Jackson. Uh, Shout out to the African names. She talked the most. I dragged the screenshot into the folder. It's called Screenshot. It's just above the slavery one if you have it in ABC order, Hassan. If you're able to show this. Uh, Okay, so this is uh, the chart that Base America First links. 
Um, and he said it's not a WebP. Well, it doesn't matter because I screenshotted it. <laughs> Ten justices are listed. S- Stephen Breyer was generally considered liberal and replaced by Ketanji Onyika Brown-Jackson. Interesting difference between the females and the men. Mainstream media claims the, dif- the Supreme Court is right-wing extremist. But seven justices appear more progressive. Thomas and Alito, men of few words, I've heard... It said that the empty boxcar rattles the most. Interesting. Yeah, 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 true. (laughs) These empty-headed females rattle the most. These talkers. Brett Kavanaugh talks the second, the third least. Thomas, the least by far. Alito, a little bit. Kavanaugh, a decent amount. Gorsuch, quite a bit. Roberts talks as much as the, uh, the Jew. Briar. Briar's a Jew, right? Um, so Roberts is basically. <laughs> and then Ilana Kagan talks quite a bit more. Uh, Sotomayor talks too much. Barrett talks even more than Sotomayor. Okay, Amy Barrett. And then Jackson talks like more than twice as much as any of the women. And then uh, any of the other women. This black female. Crazy, huh? <laughs> and more than. Uh, more than, maybe more than three times any of the men. And maybe more than uh, 20 times as, as much as Thomas. <laughs> or more than that, I don't know, it's crazy. It's a lot. Okay, funny. Good point, Based America First. Also, he says, yesterday, did Tony assert that white people invented racism? <laughs> yeah, on August 28th, uh, 1963, more than 200,000 demonstrators took part in the March on Washington. Uh, for jobs and freedom in D.C., where MLK delivered the I Have a Dream speech, which led to the so-called Civil Rights Act of 1964. Southern Democrats, were they Democrats then? Filibustered the act for 75 days in the Senate. Nice. Good job, Democrats, back then. Until the bill finally passed. The law created the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Evil. E-E-O-C. Evil, evil, evil. Because people are like, you're discriminating against me. I mean, some people use it for good. Instituted racial tracking. On June 19, 1964, MLK hailed the act as one that would bring practical relief to the Negro in the South and will give the Negro in the North a psychological boost that he sorely needs. Wow, so it doesn't sound like uh, normal white people invented racism. Sounds like it was uh, the blacks and their unchristian co-conspirators. Nice. Anyway. Cool. I think that we're all caught up on them. Oh, no, Lin Yen Chin gave a couple of super chats. Thank you, Lin Yen Chin. He says, lineage is real. That's all gene codes are about. Even my 72 IQ grasps this. Genetic composition is culture, a.k.a. cultivation. Just of your anatomy rather than your pop culture or GDP. Hassan is right. Genealogy, a.k.a. genes, are real. Lord Goodhair. Oh, dang. And he's like pumping his fist because Lin Yen Chin agreed with him. And Lin Yen Chin is, is not a kiss-up to Hassan, I will have you know. <laughs> they have a history. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you. Uh, good point. Fair point. When you call it genealogy, then I... 
understand it better. Then you can say parents, grandparents, your shape, how you're shaped. Uh, I understand that better. When you say genes and genetics, especially genetics, it's like, sounds all sciencey, and it's like, oh, I don't get it. How do I, how does one know? Okay, oh my goodness. I forgot that we're not just barely at the top of the second hour. Let me get to this story. I've been meaning to get to this. Well, I've talked about this before. I haven't been meaning. I just saw it today. Clip 21, I think. Uh, Shopping in a demon rat run city, Jack Posobiec tweeted, Who is this guy? Jack Posobiec? I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. I met him. Nice guy. He tweeted, Who is this guy? And it's a TikTok video on Twitter. Better known as X. Not that it's more, more well-known as X. It's, gonna, it's better to be known as X, right? TikTok uh, account apparently called Date Right Stuff. Date Right Stuff. Shows this white man who looks reminiscent of that one guy, that, uh, that Iranian Persian... Oh, what's his name? Ugh... Kayvon. He looks like Kayvon, sort of, to me, a little bit. K-V-O-N, I think is, with a hyphen. Comedian. He spoke at the men's conference a couple of times, I think. Uh, This guy goes to a uh, Democrat city, to a CVS, formerly known as Savon, okay? Drugstore. You can get deodorant and different things. uh, Toiletries and things. But nowadays, in the Democrat-run cities, meaning cities where they have, where they allow shoplifting and they have a black population that's a more degenerate aspect of the blacks, um, they steal shamelessly oftentimes. Well, they're, they have it behind glass cases and locks. So this guy is trying to get his stuff, and he's making a show of trying to get his stuff, and then, oh, it's, it's glass cases. <laughs> so here's the TikTok video. 50 seconds. What kind and of shampoo should we get? I'm going to just grab like one of these. You can't open it. It's behind a glass case. Let's get can't some get deodorant. A shampoo. Deodorant's behind a glass, deodorant. Yeah, glass case. Oh, let's get some Pickles. body wash. Um, body wash? Who gets body wash? What else do we need? Laundry detergent. Perfect. Okay. Alright, that's manly enough. Air detergent, that's cool. Air freshener. Okay. Shaving cream, razor, stuff like stuff that's like fine, that. I guess. What kind yeah, of toothpaste did you want? I like. Uh, <laughs> Look at him! You can't get in anything. Excuse me. Um, could I get some help unlocking the travel size Q-tips? <laughs> Is that true? Did he have? Did they actually lock up the travel size Q-tips, or is he, is he just mocking and making <laughs> a joke? about to explain his explanations. Yeah, people say that I over-explain, and I think that that's fair. But that's exactly, I was just, you guys know it, I was just, I think, complaining about it on my show the other month. And I don't want to ask for help or push the button to, for assistance to the, for them to unlock it for me. I'll just go to some, I'll just go to a white uh, area like Beverly Hills over here, or Century City, maybe, C- kind of iffy. 
where they have it not behind a glass case. <laughs> Terrible. Stock up <laughs> so I don't have to ask the help. Hake, don't get Febreze? I don't want to be in his restroom. Oh, you, you flush right away. <laughs> anyway, I won't, I won't get into that. <laughs> Open the wit. Never. You're tempting me. You're tempting me to go into there, to that uh, thing. I was uh, counter signaling this guy trying to get body wash. Please. Why are you calling it body wash, man? Women get body wash. <laughs> anyway. Sunscreen always unlocked, says beta legs. Yeah, cause yeah, that's true. Cause uh the blacks don't really need sunblock, so they don't <laughs> you don't have to lock those up so they don't steal those. Unless they steal them and then sell them for cheaper to uh to the whites outside. Uh Terrible. But, you know, it's, uh, it's making life more inconvenient. It's not a high-trust society. So uh, rest in peace, White History Month. Am I right? It's Men's History Month now. Irish Spring Soap Bars Only, says Matthew. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Some news for you guys. Let me read uh, some news items for you. Trucking business. A lot of truckers listen to Hake and JLP and American Anchor Baby, I believe, and I can only assume they listen to Joelle Friday TV, who will be live uh, within the next uh, a little bit more than 25 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, okay? He's live at 11 Pacific, 1 Central, 2 Eastern, Joelle Friday TV on YouTube. Nick, American Anchor, maybe on YouTube and Rumble, and then his podcast happens. A courtesy flush is what someone called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't know that. People don't know. You tell them, oh, flush twice. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to get carried away into that. It's not a topic that I want to present at this moment. <laughs> uh, trucking business is closing. Or one in particular, anyway. 300,000 truck drivers are out of work after Yellow Corp. Yellow Corporation, a 99-year-old trucking company, announced Sunday they will shut down their business. According to CNN. Industry analysts say the closure of Yellow shouldn't cause a significant disruption in supply chains, but it is bad news for its customers, who generally used Yellow because it offered some of the cheapest rates in the trucking sector. Uh, I don't know how they figure that it won't cause a significant disruption in supply chains or mess. I wonder why they're closing. Are they poorly run solely, or is it poorly run and then the whole rest of the country has been poorly run? You know, the China virus overreaction mess was kind of bad. I don't know. Maybe that was a help for the truckers because they were delivering trucks. I mean, delivering stuff. I don't know. But how are you guys doing, oh, you truckers? Let me know how it's going if, it's, uh, if we need to be praying for you. We should always be praying for all the saints, the Bible says. Crazy, huh? So just wanted to mention that. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, yeah, I heard from Rick from Maine. He was in the American Anchor Baby chat, I thought. Something like that. Also... 
the N-word, as Trump called it, the other N-word that should, not be, that should never be said, the real N-word that should never be said, nuclear. Hat tip to President Trump, a, a man. Here's a quote from an unmanly group of people shared by Common Nonsense Network. The use of nuclear weapons in Ukraine or anywhere would be disastrous for the world and would have severe consequences for Russia. That's at the black on the inside White House stated, criticizing senior and whoever that means. The White House doesn't talk, okay? It's a building. But anyway, the, the people in the White House put out that statement, criticizing senior Russian defense official Dmitry Medvedev. Medvedev. I like that name. Kind of rolls off the tongue. On Monday, for suggesting Moscow may resort to nuclear weapons if Ukraine is successful in its counteroffensive. Wow. So, uh, atomic bomb for me and not for thee, says Americant. America. Because, you know, didn't the atomic, didn't America drop the bomb on Hiroshima or Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Didn't that happen? But we did it for good. And, uh, and if Russia does it, that's war crimes. It will be held responsible. War crimes for thee and not for me. And I'm, I, was, I grew up for that atomic bomb. Oppenheimer vibes, says Hassan. Did you watch it? Not yet. Okay. Really looking forward to it, though. Do you know anything about it, though? I just know that it's in regards to... Einstein and the atomic bomb. Like the ethics of building this bomb or whatever? I think so, like the process during World War II and, yeah, you know, so it should be interesting. Christopher Nolan, you know, amazing director, so. Yeah, he made Batman, the, uh, the fancy ones with this, uh, not, the, not the excessively fancy ones, the more dark ones. Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, yes, did you ever see... Speaking of Einstein, young Albert Einstein. Why is that familiar? <laughs> I, I, I've heard that. I'm not sure if, I don't know. I've seen it, and I also saw the young Sherlock Holmes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They're like films? Yeah, they are. I don't know if you should call them films. They're movies. <laughs> but <laughs> films they're like serious movies, too. though, right? Yeah, yeah, they're actual movies. Wow. They're full-blown movies. Uh, kind of interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. And it shows him as a child, like, as a Well, kid. it's fictional. Uh. I'm quite sure. Just totally fictional. But it was fun. It's fun. He was smart. He said, Newton's wrong. Wow. Yeah, he said, Newton is wrong. I guess because there was somebody who quoted Isaac Newton as having said, if you're on a train that's going 100 miles an hour, and, or a speed of light, if you're on a train that's going the speed of light, and you walk forward on that train, you're going faster than the speed of light. And Isaac, and I think that's what this quote said. And so Albert Einstein said, Newton's wrong. And I don't know what that means. Wow. Maybe. Maybe it has to do with relative, relative speed. Maybe. I don't know. Stupid movie. Young, I saw that stupid movie, Young Einstein says, M. Axe Murder. Yeah, it might be stupid. <laughs> I now, liked it as a kid. Now that you're explaining that clip, I feel like I've seen that clip, or you're just doing a really good job of... Nice. Make you feel like you were there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Interesting. It's a comedy about beer. 
says Balthazar. Okay, I did not know that. It's a comedy about beer. Oppenheiser was a commie, and there were commie spies in the Manhattan Project, says GMD Jim. Quite possible. Quite possible. I don't know. I shall disavow that just because I don't know, but it may be true. So when I disavow things, it's not with malice and it's not it's not complete and thorough. <laughs> uh, Hassan watches too much Netflix. Somebody says, is that true? Not recently. I got lo- I got froze out of my account. <laughs> if anyone has a password, How do you- I'll let you boy. That's oh, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to share passwords. They did a crackdown, and they they started making more money from that. Yeah, you're also supposed to pick up Sandman's poop, but (laughs) I'm living on the edge. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spoiler alert says, the interesting thing is that velocities aren't actually additive, special relativity, but we don't notice at low speeds. Huh. I mean, it feels like when when you're walking on a um, conveyor belt, or down a escalator, or down an up escalator, which I had to do. I had to run down an up escalator because the down escalator was broken and gone. And when I hit the stationary ground, I had to suddenly adjust. But I don't know if that means anything. It is the big take. Nice name. Einstein turned out to be proven wrong, and Niels Bohr, Niels Bohr, was proven correct. A bunch of hippies in the sixties by a bunch of hippies in the sixties. Okay, all right. Hake reporting to Hassan to Net- Hake reporting Hassan to Netflix after the show. Even though I hate, and I shouldn't hate Netflix's CEO and his wife, who supported that evil guy being the um, the Soros DA of Los Angeles. I'm still going to report him to Netflix. It doesn't matter because he's already locked out. I didn't have to report him. And I wouldn't tell necessarily. Honestly, it wouldn't make a big difference. I think they have pretty subpar uh, stuff. But I do once in a while like to throw Tiger King on in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah, Just yeah. like on loop. Nice. <laughs> Speaking of whites and Asians, I don't know if we mentioned Asians. E-cigarette company, this is more news, Jewel. J-U-U-L says that their next generation vape vape? I prefer the term vape to e-cigarette. Who knows what an e-cigarette is, but we know what a vape is. Can you verify a user's age? Juul, with its troubled history in U.S. markets per CNN, is hoping their new platform can restrict underage access. Huh. Huh. How are they going to do that? You know, because the evil... Um, Government, mama government, wants to uh, crack down on these energy drink companies and these vape companies and take away, take away the blacks and the gays and the women's menthols, cigarettes, and flavored cigarettes, fruity cigarettes and c- cigars and stuff like that, smokes and vapes, because it, chil- it targets children. I mean, maybe it's fine. Suffer with dignity. Suffer your losses with dignity, you uh, vape lovers. It's better not to, anyway. But anyway, uh, 
I don't know. I don't get it. I don't care. It pairs with a phone app, I guess. The proposed vape pairs with a phone app requiring a customer to either upload their government ID and a real-time selfie or input personal information. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) A unique pod ID chip with the Juul device can also detect counterfeit cartridges made by other companies. What a mess. DRM. Nobody likes digital rights management. You ever heard of DRM, Hassan? Digital rights management? I have not. Oh, my goodness. In the early days, earlier days of iTunes, I guess, or, I don't know, some of these CDs and MP3s, they came with DRM that they wouldn't play on another device, or or you couldn't rip your CDs and, and play it as mix, you couldn't make mix CDs and because they had digi- DRM. Wow! So it was like a pain to deal with stuff that you owned and uh, use share an MP3, make a mix CD for your girlfriend or whatever, right? Right. Or a friend. Uh, terrible. Oh, like if you actually purchased the actual CD. Yeah, it was like it had DRM on it, digital rights management in the f- computer files of the of that. Song. So you would import the CD like into your computer. Yeah, but then, but then, once it's on your computer, you can't rip it or I forget right, what right, it was, right. but it was duplicate, duplicate. Yeah, you can't really duplicate it yeah. or share it or whatever. So it was a mess. Nice. <laughs> I need to bring that back. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. It's, it is. I mean, it was meant to protect you guys, yeah, the artists. Kind of sounded futuristic. Yeah, back then. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't know what but it's kind of like what I described with this vape thing. Like, it's Big Brother, you know? Yeah. Controlling your life. And you used to be able to click uh, play and record on a tape, cassette tape, and record a CD to a cassette tape and share the CD, the cassette with your friend. But no, you can't do that anymore. Nice. Anyway, Hague's Boomer Corner. <laughs> you can't vape if you're a felon, says. That's not true, right? Anyway. Whew. Speaking of Oppenheimer, uh, the AMC theaters had their best week in history. Thanks to Barbie. And Have you watched Barbie at all? No, I'm behind on both of them. Okay. Barbie and Oppenheimer. I read to you how Barbie's actually based, according to some guy. Might, may, may use the term base loosely. In Oppenheimer, the world's largest theater chain large, earned its largest single week admissions revenue since the company's founding in 1920. Yeah, but money is so cheap now, so is it really like... Or are people that shallow that they're all f- running to watch these movies? Uh, they're all into entertainment. Bread and circuses, am I right? What a mess. Let me get to Justin in Fullerton, California, who's on the line. Justin in Fullerton, California, how you doing, man? Happy Men's History Month. Happy uh, Men's History Month to you. Thank you. I think as a man, if you definitely uh, have menthols and, you know, you don't have it anymore, then, it, you know, I get that. You're going to feel like the government's restricting you, but something you said really got me thinking, because let's say you're trying to give up smoking cigarettes or menthols or whatever, 
and you go vaping, but you want that flavor, and it's supposedly healthier. Why would they regulate that, you know, like with an app or something? Right. Yeah. Um, th- they are they're playing mama. And playing mama. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the government. <sighs> yeah, and the government needs to stop. And I just heard the newest thing that I was calling about also is uh, uh, Biden's trying to go after another appliance to tell you not to use. It's your air conditioner, which takes an effect. I don't know when, but CFCs. They went after the gas stoves. Now right. it's the air conditioner, so you can't you can't change the setting. It, it has to be always at like 70, 78. 78 or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So, so that's crazy, right? Well, how come we got to be subjected to that? I thought we're Western country of all Western countries. Like we should be. I don't remember anybody voting on that. You know what I mean? That's why I think it's like. Biden is a dictator. Like, if, if anything, that is a clear sign. Right. You know, I... It's not going to hurt you. I, there's... I, I don't really know, because there's so many things that I grew up in, and it just seems so normal to me. Like, I grew up with seatbelt laws, but I do remember when I was being a little kid, the older boomers and Gen Xers complaining about these seatbelt laws. Um, Mama government. Wow, never even... Like, we have no concept of actual real freedom. People used to smoke in restaurants and bars and, well, maybe they still do in some areas, but I can't now. And all these things, it's, it's going to have pluses and minuses. Pluses and, like, benefits and, and drawbacks, all these regulations. But I'm... Well, well, I just think these tyrants, you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. For these sure. Are, these are demigods they think they're like they think they're like some some kind of zeus or some type of uh they th- did you call them demigods yeah <laughs> funny man yeah they do yeah, well, they people, do they are that's totally true they're playing god that's what i mean by not, mama they're, they're playing god. god they're yeah they're mama they're, yeah they're, they're they're goddess and goddesses or whatever but they, they 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 think that they're higher than they are and they're they're only elected even yep. the Greeks knew that. That's why they invented democracy. Who are these people? So true, man. Interesting point. Well, as Men's History Month, yeah, I just thought that'd be something that, uh, you know, you shouldn't take away from an adult man or woman who chooses to smoke and tries to do some alternatives. So that's, that's, that's one thing I think, you know, people, they have their addictions, they have their, their vices, but right. when you start to do that, you start to regulate. Freedom. Yeah, but uh, don't be bitter, become better. Uh, men and women whose rights are being violated, even with these okay, things, yeah. because like uh, just use it as a, okay, because otherwise you, you're going to get deeper into your so-called addictions. So I That's appreciate right. that. Yeah, Great point, like Justin. That. Thanks for bringing that up. Thank you. Yeah. All right. You actually brought one. some. You actually brought uh, a real some real life to this to this news to this shallow news I'm presenting to you guys. That's cool. Well, you no, you, you're not shallow. You bring you those the, the topics you bring up are very deep. It's just you can only have a certain amount of time to go on the surface and yeah. and dig in. That, that's why well, I like American Anchor Baby. I like Joel Friday. I like all the other different podcasts like Fallen State. Things you guys uh, do, and I, I I wish you all the best. Cool man. I pray for you guys to do well. All right. All right. Have a good one. You as Bye. well. Bye. Here is acquiesce. This has been the Hake Report. Catch Joel Friday after this. Acquiesce this time by Goaty Hook, a cover song a year later on Songs We Didn't Write. That's their album, cover album. Uh, Goaty Hook, Acquiesce. 
Adios, America. Here comes Joel Friday. Bye. the boat.